Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We uh, we were going to start a brand new series today called The Only Con- where we were the only constant where we were going to dig into uh, what change can look like. But because of the, uh, of the audible that we called this week and we came to meet outside, uh, I wanted to do, wanted to switch that up a little bit. And we're going to start that series next week. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about, spoiler alert, Easter um, and what that, what that means and what we're, what we're celebrating. Right. But one of our, one of our core values here at the heart is choice. Choice um, underlines everything that we do, everything important that we do in our life. And for the short time that we're that we're, we're chatting about this today, I want y'all to be thinking about choices that you make in your life. Some of you are here today by choice. Some of you are here not because you chose to, but because someone that you love uh, made the choice for you that you were going to be here today, and that's okay. Uh, I won't keep you here that long. But it, it, uh, when, I, when it comes to choice... And how that connects with our faith, I look at the story of Jesus, and there was a few choices that Jesus made that I, that I see, in my opinion, propelled his faith, that kept him moving forward. And, and, and what, if, you, if, you, if you look at the story, okay, if, you, if you're following the story of Jesus, when Jesus starts his, his ministry, right, where he's teaching and preaching and healing and all the stuff we get to read about, that the start of that to when what we're celebrating today to the end of his life on earth that was about three years so it was a very short time that he was able to do all of these things and throughout the story if you look at some of the choices Jesus made there were few more important than the choice that he made right before his death over the last couple days, if you've been keeping up, we have Good Friday, right? And then there's Saturday. Saturday is, uh, uh, some people call it Silent Saturday. It's a time of reflection because Jesus had died and he wasn't yet risen up. And you, there was probably a lot of pressure on the disciples because they're like, nope, he's, he's going he's gonna to come back. Trust me. And then on the third day, that's what we celebrate today, that Jesus came back. But, but, let's take it back a couple of days. What happened on Friday? And I want to read a little bit from uh, the book of Matthew today that towards the end of his life, if you know anything about uh, the last days of Jesus, he was in uh, the Garden of Gethsemane and he, he brought his disciples there and he said, hey, we need, to, we need to pray. I need to pray quite a bit. And so he brought his disciples in, a couple of his friends, and they went to go pray. And while Jesus was praying, they fell asleep. Anybody have people that they love in their life that fall asleep when they need them for something important? Okay. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, he would, he would wake them up. He said, guys, you can't even stay with me a little bit while I'm praying. And so they said, okay, we'll stay up. So Jesus starts praying again, and they fall asleep again. And this is right before the things that happened, because there's all these things that were in place. Throughout Jesus' life, he knew, he knew that God was going to do something important through him. He knew that what, he, what God was doing through him was going to culminate, was going to end in something tragic for him. And so there's one way to look at it is that Jesus was stuck, that Jesus was supposed to do this, Jesus had to do this. And you can make a case that Jesus was supposed to do it, and you can make a case that Jesus had to do it. But there's a moment that I want to point you all to 
that for me is very powerful. When I come to that point, I don't see a Jesus that had to do anything. I don't see a Jesus that is supposed to do anything. I see a Jesus, I see a man who made a choice to trust God. And it's that simple type of faith that can transcend 2,000 years. When people say you can be like Jesus, it doesn't, or when people say I want to be like Jesus, maybe that doesn't mean you want to be perfect or you want to pray all the time or you want to do all these things. Maybe, maybe we can be like Jesus in the way that we practice our faith incredibly simply. So let me tell you what I mean. I'm going to read, uh, this is in Matthew 26. And this is verse 42. So this is after he's in the garden with his friends. They keep falling asleep. He's trying to pray. He's praying out loud. And watch this prayer. Watch this prayer, what he does. Because he knows that part of God's plan is that him ending in this tragic death. He knows that's what's about to happen. Okay? He knows that's what's coming for him. And watch what he says. He says this. Jesus left them, his disciples, his friends. Jesus left them for a second time and prayed, My father. If this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. If this plan, here's what Jesus is saying. He said, God, this plan that you have to save humanity, I like it. It's a good plan. This plan that you have to save humanity, if there's any way we can still make that plan happen without me having to do this, then let's do that. That right there, I feel like, is the moment where Jesus says, okay, we talk about praying for what you desire, okay, praying for what you want. And here's Jesus. He knows the plan. He knows he needs to go through with this for God's plan to happen. Because what God was trying to do through Jesus would affect humankind from history to future. It wipes the slate clean. Because of what Jesus did, because of the resurrection, because of the cross and the resurrection, you and I can stand before God, the God of the universe, the God of creation, and we look like Jesus. We are blameless. We are righteous because of what Jesus did. But for that to happen, you have to go back to this moment where Jesus said, if there's any other way that we can make this happen without me having to go through this. Can we do that? But watch this. Watch the choice he makes right afterwards. He says, wherever he said it, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, then your will be done. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. That's what I want to challenge you with today is right here, Jesus chose to trust God's plan. Now, I don't know where you are in your journey of faith. I don't know what big decisions you have coming up for your marriage or your faith or your job or something you're trying to do in your family. But I wonder what it could look like, what it might be like for you if you chose to trust God. And that choosing to trust, that's not a one-time thing, right? That choosing to trust, if you've, been, if you've been following God for any amount of time, or maybe you haven't ever before, it's the same thing in a marriage, it's the same thing in parenting, we have to constantly choose to trust. And choosing to trust is difficult, because when you choose to trust, what are you doing? You're being a little bit vulnerable, right? You're setting yourself up. When you choose to trust, you set yourself up to be hurt. You set yourself up to be betrayed, and what I see Jesus doing here, I see him making a choice to trust God's plan, to trust what God had said. And so what I want you to remember today is when it comes to your faith, when you choose to trust, I also want, I also want you to trust your choice. 
Because it's one thing, let's say on a Sunday morning, and, and maybe you can hear something inspiring, or you hear an inspiring song, or you read a, uh, uh, something on, on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you get your information, and you read something inspiring there. And it's easy to say, okay, you know what? I am going to trust God. I, I heard this inspiring story of this person trusting God, and I also want to trust God. So you make a choice to trust. But that choice to trust becomes so much more powerful when you decide to trust your choice. And see, Jesus had already been choosing to trust God, right? He's doing all these things. He's healing these people. He's interacting with all these people around him. So each of these days, each of these times, he is choosing to trust God. But the most powerful moment, in my opinion, of Jesus' life is when he decided to trust his choice. He said, I would like for this to happen, but I trust the choice I already made, even if that means pain for me, even if that means sacrifice for me. And so maybe you won't be asked in your life to sacrifice your life for somebody. Maybe you won't be asked to sacrifice your life for the sake of humanity. But what we can do, what all of us can do, even today, is say, okay, well, I'm going to be like Jesus and that today I'm going to choose to trust God. And when the time gets difficult, when it gets impossible, when I feel abandoned, when I feel alone, I'm not going to go back on that choice. I, I, I chose to trust, so I am going to trust my choice. You can do that today. That's a practice that we can put in place today. And as we celebrate Easter, as we celebrate new life, that's what's so beautiful about Easter as well, is it's a representation of what was dead coming to life. And that is the exact business that God is in, is taking things that were dead, taking things that, that didn't have a chance, and bringing redemption. God is a God of redemption. And so what I want for you today is I want you to choose to trust God. And then when it gets difficult, I want you to trust your choice. Choose to trust and trust your choice. I wanted to keep this short today since you, had, you know, there's a few people shivering, so I'll wrap it up here pretty quick. I want to I pray. And if you're, if you're comfortable with it, I want you to grab someone's hand next to you, and we're going to pray together this morning. And if you're not comfortable, don't. Don't just swipe their hand away. Boundaries. Hey, let's pray. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. We thank you for new life. We thank you that because of your son, Jesus, we can stand in front of you righteous. We can stand, of you, we can stand in front of you completely whole, completely vulnerable for who we are. Thank you that we can put our hope in you. We're grateful and we love you. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.